0: Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for February 27, 2022. It is the last week of Epiphany. Our centering words are Luke 6, 47-48. Why do you call me, Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. That one is like a man building a house who dug deeply and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood arose, the river burst against that house, but could not shake it because it had been well built. Our call to worship is from 2 Corinthians three twelve through 4, 1. Since then we have such a hope, we act with great boldness. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And all of us, with unveiled faces, seeing the glory of the Lord as though reflected in a mirror, are being transformed into the same image from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, the Spirit." Therefore, since it is by God's mercy that we are engaged in this ministry, we do not lose heart. God, we thank you for the beauty we see all around us. We thank you as well for the evidence of your indwelling spirit in our own lives. Strengthen us to follow you. Enliven our spirits today as we worship you. In Jesus' name, amen. ask all of you who are listening today to pray for peace throughout our world especially the area of Ukraine that is threatened by the Russian troops at this time let us pray let the rain come and wash away the ancient grudges the bitter hatreds held and nurtured over generations let the rain wash away the memory of the hurt the neglect Then let the sun come out and fill the sky with rainbows. Let the warmth of the sun heal us wherever we are broken. Let it burn away the fog so that we can see each other clearly, so that we can see beyond labels, beyond accents, gender, or skin color. Let the warmth and brightness of the sun melt our selfishness so that we can share the joys and feel the sorrows of our neighbors. And let the light of the sun be so strong that we will see all people as our neighbors. Let the earth, nourished by rain, bring forth flowers to surround us with beauty. And let the mountains teach our hearts to reach upward to heaven. Amen. Our scripture today is Luke six thirty nine through 49 He also told them a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully qualified will be like the teacher. Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye but do not notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your neighbor, friend, let me take out the speck in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit, for each tree is known by its own fruit. Figs are not gathered from thorns, nor are grapes picked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of his heart produces good, and the evil person out of the evil treasure produces evil. For it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. That one is like a man building a house who dug deeply and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood arose, the river burst against that house, but could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the river burst against it, immediately it fell, and great was the ruin of that house. With this reading, we wrap up Jesus' Sermon on the Plain as told by Luke. Matthew says it outright at this point in the Sermon on the Mount, but Luke leaves it unspoken. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, because he taught as one who had authority, and not as their scribes. Matthew seven twenty-eight and 29 Jesus, the nobody carpenter from nowhere, is teaching as if he had authority. He is teaching as if he is the one who makes up the rules, or at least as someone who has been sent by the great rule-giver, as someone who is bringing the message directly from God. This is truly astonishing. The people were amazed at this display of authority. Again, Jesus is revealing who he is. He is not just a nobody carpenter from nowhere. He does have authority. And his words are just as authoritative today as they were then. Let's look at these teachings one by one. He also told them a parable. Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above the teacher, but everyone who is fully qualified will be like the teacher. We still use this as an expression today, the blind leading the blind. This paragraph is both a warning and a promise. Be careful whom you follow. Be careful whom you choose as your example. Be careful whom you designate your teacher. If you choose poorly, you will be led astray. You will end up in the pit. You will become like the teacher you choose. So choose well. Follow only Jesus. Stephen Matson puts it this way. He writes, Christianity is more of a state of being than a status. Christians shouldn't ask themselves whether they're a Christian or not, but whether they're actually being Christ-like or not. Jesus continues, Why do you see the speck in your neighbor's eye, but do not notice the log in your own eye? Or how can you say to your neighbor, Friend, let me take out the speck in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log in your own eye? You hypocrite! First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your neighbor's eye. It is so easy to point out others' faults. Isn't that just the easiest thing in the world? And it is one of the most entertaining, one of the most fun activities. It costs you nothing. Nothing except the truth. The truth is we are all imperfect. We all have faults. Focusing on others' faults may be easy and entertaining, but it is no way to change the world. The only way to change the world for the better is to start with ourselves. If you had spent as much time with third graders as I have, you would see this played out minute by minute. Third graders are amazingly quick to tattle on others. At the same time, they are amazingly quick to excuse themselves for any lapse in good behavior by pointing at someone else for doing something worse. We all hope that as we mature, we grow out of this behavior, but adults play this game too. Maybe we are more subtle about it, but we still do it. No good tree bears bad fruit. Nor again does a bad tree bear good fruit, for each tree is known by its own fruit. Figs are not gathered from thorns, nor are grapes plucked from a bramble bush. The good person out of the good treasure of the heart produces good, and the evil person out of evil treasure produces evil, for it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks. Here is another warning. How can we discern a good person from a bad person? By their fruits. Look at the things they do. Look at the things they say. Is this person Christ-like in word and action? We should learn this lesson, no matter how charismatic a person is, no matter how terrific they look or how smooth they sound, if we cannot see Christ through them, we should not follow where they lead. If their lifestyle does not emulate Christ's, caring for the least, sacrificing the self, lifting the lowly, then we know they do not belong to Christ. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, and acts on them. That one is like a man building a house who dug deeply and laid the foundation on rock. When a flood arose, the river burst against that house but could not shake it because it had been well built. But the one who hears and does not act is like a man who built a house on the ground without a foundation. When the river burst against it, immediately it fell, and great was the ruin of that house. I can hardly read this passage without humming the Sunday school song, The wise man built his house upon the rock. It's a memorable picture, isn't it? The foolish person just starts throwing up boards with no thought of what is underneath. Foundation? Who needs a foundation? But the wise person takes care to build on a firm foundation. And what is that foundation? Jesus tells us Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I tell you? I will show you what someone is like who comes to me, hears my words, And acts on them. It is doing what Jesus teaches that is the characteristic of the firm foundation. It is not applauding for Jesus, being a fan of Jesus, calling Jesus Lord, Lord, or having all the right words. It is actually by following Jesus, choosing the difficult and narrow way, that we build our lives rightly. By our fruits, people will know us. By the way we live, people will know if we are building on the firm foundation. Alexander Mack, founder of the Brethren Movement, insisted that the brethren would be recognized by the manner of their living. Let us check our own lives by Jesus' standard, not by the standards of this world. Let us build our house upon that rock. Let us pray. Holy and demanding God, we thank you that you have set before us the way of Christ. Help us to build our lives upon that rock. In Jesus' name, amen. Draw. the benediction. Brothers and sisters, let us keep our eyes on Jesus. May we keep hope. May we act with boldness. May we be transformed by the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Go with determination to build your house upon the rock. Amen.